Welcome to this episode of Starting a Business Simplified. I'm so excited. In this episode, we have a guest speaker, Anza Goodbar. She works with small businesses and large companies to help them with monetizing live events. The conversation that we had was so good, so exciting, and it's going to give you so many great ideas based on what it is that you want to do for a live event. Did you know that live events can really help you with your sales strategy? I wasn't familiar with that until we had this conversation. I wasn't even sure how a live event could help my small business. This conversation is going to open your eyes to a lot of ideas and ways that you can improve your reach to your audience and sales in your business through live events. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to Starting a Business Simplified, Navigating the Shift, a podcast for those of you looking to transition from a medical career to starting an online business. I will be sharing how to get started, success stories, and more. If you are looking to make the move from medicine to online, but don't know where to start, or have a business, but are looking for business tips and encouragement on your journey, this is the podcast for you. I'm Susie Raines, your host, and I look forward to helping you simplify starting a business. Hi, Anza. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Susie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited for our topic today because it's something that I think a lot of people don't really know about. So I think we're going to be having a great conversation around live events for those of you I introduced Anza earlier. But if you wouldn't mind sharing before we jump into our topic, a little bit about yourself and what brought you to doing live events. Sure. I have been in my previous life a meeting planner and special event designer for 20 plus years. And over the course of my career, I have successfully designed and executed more than 4,000 events from small business retreats to family celebrations to private rodeos, Cirque du Soleil, to business conferences, all the way to big arena events, hosting more than 15,000 people. Needless to say, with that kind of volume, I got burned out. And so I stopped and went and joined my son in starting a mortgage business. And we did that for four years. And we used events in our business to build relationship with our vendors and with potential clients. Unfortunately, 2008 happened and our mortgage company imploded with many other businesses in that time. And that led me to online businesses. And I started a coaching and consulting business, helping small business owners grow and scale. And we do that in a variety of ways. One is we make sure that they've got the business plan that they need so they know where they're going. We make sure that they have processes and procedures that they need to create sustainable and predictable and consistent results. And most recently, we launched a new brand, Bankable Events, where we help small business owners bol bolster their brands, 
build community and generate revenue by hosting live events. And we are so excited to be really introducing this to small business owners in every facet out there. It doesn't matter what your niche is or what you come from, live events connect with people. And since COVID, people are hungry to have face-to-face experiences. People are burned out with Zoom and with virtual events. They want to shake your hand. They want to look in your eye. They want to give you a hug. They want to experience the energy and electricity that you can only experience in a live encounter. So that's a little bit about what got me here today. Thank you so much for sharing. I have to tell you that when you and I spoke before we decided to do the podcast, you got me thinking about live events and just the word energy. The energy is so different. Yes, we can do Zoom and we're doing that right now, but oh my goodness, being in person with people makes all the difference in the world for sure. It really does. And when you're live in front of somebody, you build the know, like, and trust factor so much more quickly. It's like a try before you buy kind of experience. They get a taste of what it would be like to work with you in a group setting or in a one-on-one setting based on how they experience you on stage at your event. And there's nothing that can replicate that than, you know, Zoom doesn't even come close. It works, but it doesn't come close to the level of engagement that you'll get with a live event. Yeah, I think of the people together. So not only me as a presenter at a live event, but the audience, like interacting with each other, that's huge. And I know that's something that is lacking in the Zoom world because we can't really feed off of the audience energy as attendees. It's really hard. I know I've been in Zoom meetings where there's pages and pages of video. There's so many people there, but I want to see them. Mm. And so I like scroll through to see it's not the same. It's totally not the same. No, it's not. And I'm grateful for the power of technology and tools like Zoom because they definitely served a purpose during COVID. And I had used Zoom for years before COVID even happened, but you get lost in technology. You get lost in 35 pages of Zoom screens. It's hard to make that connection. If the Zoom chat is really busy, you might reach out to someone and try and make a connection. They might not be watching the chat or it might be moving so quickly that they miss your connection altogether. And you don't get a list of everyone that was on that Zoom event with you. You don't get contact information. So if they don't see it, you as an attendee are losing networking opportunities, connection opportunities, collaboration opportunities by not being able to take somebody's hand or share a business card or that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you got me thinking, just talking about Zoom and everything, what are you seeing at, as how live events are part, like partnering with online businesses? So what are some benefits that you're mm-hmm. seeing? When, For example, I'm an online business coach and my, I work with my client mm-hmm. line. A lot of what I do is online, but how would I benefit from having a live event for my business? 
Sure. Well, there are a lot of benefits by hosting your live event. And I'll kind of preface it with writing books is a way to set yourself apart. And a lot of people wrote books over COVID and they're not monetizing. So if you're a small online business owner and you wrote a book, you can turn that book into an event. You can raise your expertise and your credibility immediately by turning your book into a workshop and a full day event. You could bring in additional experts on similar topics to what you're using. And I'll use my business. Let's talk about events. So as an event producer, planner, designer, strategist, I don't have all the skills that need to happen to put on a successful event. For instance, AV. I don't know the first thing about what you need on an AV side. I have power partners that I collaborate with, that I bring into the conversation because they know what I'm going to need to have the right sound, the right levels of sound, the right types of microphones for what's going on. If I'm going to repurpose my content, I need to make sure that I set things up a particular way. If I'm going to live stream my event, I may need some additional things. So if I were going to host an event and I'm going to in the near future, I would bring in power partners. I would bring in someone who can talk about AV. I would bring in someone that could talk about decor or florals or building funnels or copywriting. Because as a person, especially a, an online um business owner, you don't necessarily have all those skills in your wheelhouse, nor should you. And so this gives you an opportunity as you host an event to collaborate with other people in your network, to be able to add additional value. And so now you're not just saying, hey, I'm an expert. I wrote a book. Hey, I really know what's going on. I'm hosting my own event. You're now saying, Look at the value I'm bringing to you through the network contacts that I have. If you have a need in your business around whatever your chosen topic is, I can help you solve that problem. I can help connect you to an expert that's going to be able to give you the advice, the resource, the skill, whatever that you need in order to take your business to the next level. And so it, it bolsters your brand to get your name out there. It sets you apart from your competition. It positions you as an expert. It brings new sources of potential leads into your purview. But more importantly, when you're on stage, you're able to convert leads into paying clients more quickly than any other marketing tactic or strategy. And so those are just some of the ways that hosting your own live event can benefit you as an online business owner or as a small brick and mortar business owner as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it sounds fun. Like when you were describing it, I was just <laughs> mentally picturing all of the hustle and bustle and like getting to know the people, like the location that you have the event, getting to know those people and networking with them, getting to know, like you said, the audiovisual people. And you make these mm -hmm. connections with people that we kind of are lacking in the online space. We do connect with people, kind of our own thing. Like right now, I'm my own audiovisual. I'm doing my own thing. I don't need somebody right. to help me, but there are other mm -hmm. things that happen. And I absolutely love, it sounds fun. It just, it's an event, like that word in itself, it, I right. think. 
just <laughs> brings energy to everything. It's like, it's an event. Yeah. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love that. Can you describe or, or give us an idea of, I'm a new business owner and I would like to start an, I would like to have an event. What are some ideas mm-hmm. or thoughts around what type of event would you recommend for someone just starting out? So they may have a smaller audience that they're bringing in. I know we have mm-hmm. medical professionals that are transitioning from maybe a medical career going into doing an online business. And you can make recommendations sure. for me too, because I have not done an online event and I, I think I'm going to, I, you've got my wheels turning. So I'm like, I think I might need to do that. So what would you recommend just starting out as like baby steps to get going with sure. online events? Sure. There's a couple ideas that come to mind that are easy because oftentimes people think of an event and they think of a Tony Robbins kind of event and you've got 5,000 people in this gigantic space and oh my gosh, right? It doesn't have to be that way at all. People use events for a lot of different things in their business. Sometimes you want to, well, let me preface this by you want to create a goal for what your event is. So are you wanting to inspire, educate, motivate at your event? What's the purpose that you're bringing people together? Because that is going to drive you into what is the right kind of event for you. Okay. So as a small business owner who is just starting out, I would say two events are probably going to be your best fit. One would be like a four hour workshop that you could do. You could do it in a library space, rent or reserve space at your local library. They have a nice room. They've got chairs. You don't have to have a lot of rentals, not a lot of costs involved. And you can come in and you can do some kind of a teaching event. Maybe you offer certifications in your business. And so a half day or a full day event may be the right kind of venue for you. Maybe you are wanting to really dig deep and offer a transformation in your business. Let's say you want to help somebody who doesn't know any of the nuts and bolts in growing their business. And so you want to be able to help them create a business plan. And there's a lot of digging in that goes into creating a really good business plan and a lot of steps that need to take place. So maybe you would want to host a retreat and limit it to six or eight people. So you have time to come together, you get to know each other, you get the benefit of the group to help give feedback. You have time to present some training. You have space that's conducive for quiet, creative thinking. You come back together as a group. You talk about the process. You talk about where they got stuck. You give them advice. You move on to the next section. And so then at the end of an event like that, you would be able to sell them into a group coaching program or one-on-one coaching, perhaps. Maybe you have some digital resources that make sense for the next step that you could make an offer and sell them into. Really clear about what your goal is for hosting the event. What is your big promise? What are you promising that they're going to walk away with? And then you can choose what's the best venue for that? What's the best format for that? How do I want to bring them together? How big can this be? We have some people who want to use events as a major revenue driving force in their business. And you can take people from a smaller event, a four hour event into a full day event, into a high level VIP experience 
with you. An event can be with one person and it can be a really powerful engagement in planning what that's going to be. Those can be just as impactful as a small group of six to eight or a large event of let's say two to 500 people. So again, just be really clear about who is your client? What are you trying to do? And how can you do that best? How do you need to present that and structure that? Thank you so much for that. That's so helpful. And just knowing that there are different levels, you can have small groups, you can have individuals. Mm -hmm. Idea of the library, that's just brilliant for people starting out. For those of you listening that are completely new, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a Tony Robbins event (laughs) with 5,000 people. (laughs) That made me feel better, like just hearing that, knowing that it can be whatever size you need it to be. And I love that focus of what is the purpose of the event? What is the goal? And what is it that your attendees are getting out of coming to the event? Because even more important is what is the event experience that you want to create? That's really what is at the heart of having a successful event is choosing the right way to present, the right space to hold in, the right level of interaction, the right level of free time, because people don't want to just come and sit at your four-hour event or your eight-hour event and sit in a chair and look at a stage and be talked at. People have their cell phones. They have their tablets. They're going to check out. They're going to go to social media. They're going to check their email. So you want to make sure that no matter what your format is or what your location is, that you're making it engaging. You're making it about them. You're solving a problem. You're giving them opportunity to make connections with other people at the event because you want it to be win-win, right? You as the Mm -hmm. event host, as the expert, you want to get something out of the event. If you didn't, you wouldn't be putting all the time and energy into hosting it but you want your attendees to walk away with some really great stuff. If you bring in other speakers, you want them to have takeaways that are beneficial for them in growing their business and their expertise and their positioning as well. And so you want to look at it from a bird's eye view and multiple perspectives to really determine what's the best strategy because it's the strategy that wins at the end of the day in order to accomplish your goal and create your outcome. Yeah. And I love that you explained that as the client, the experience, the attendees experience, as well as the people presenting it. And we all are busy people now and we have busy lives and time is something that's very precious. So when you have an event, you really want it to be so top notch that everybody that attends had a great time. They have a great experience. You get out of it, what you planned on getting out of it. And everybody walks away Mm -hmm. really with the transformation from the experience. I love that. That is so helpful. So this is what you do. (laughs) I'm like thinking (laughs) for those people listening, can you tell us exactly what it is that you could do to help a person starting out? What kind of help would you give them and how they could reach out to you if they wanted to get some help around planning and Sure. So there's several ways that people can engage with us. One is if they just need strategy, it's like, I don't know what to do. I'm not sure what the best format is, what the best layout is. They can hire us just to give them the strategy. And when we look at strategy, we look at who's your audience, 
when should you do this event? How are you going to get them there? We look at what kind of systems do you have in place? What do you need to support the event? What kind of people do you have on your team? We want to make sure that you've got the right people to execute the strategy. And then we look at the growth that potentially could come. And so for some of our clients, we teach them how to make million dollar events. And so if you're generating a million dollars, that means you're generating a lot of business. Do you have the people on your team to support that business? Because we don't want to help you create this great event. And then you stumble and fall in and don't make good on your promises. So when we look at the strategy, we look at it in a very holistic way. You also can hire us to plan your event. You could come to us and say, hey, I want to host a retreat. This is what I want to do. This is who I want to event to invite. And we can take over and we can plan the whole event for you. You also can hire us to come on site and execute and run your event. You can hire us for all three. So we try to be really flexible in working with what your budget is, what your goals are, what, what outcomes you're looking for, and to be able to be an extension of your company where you're at. Typically, if somebody wants to build a million-dollar event and make that their major legion tool in their business, we put them on a three-year plan. Now, some people, depending when they come to us, they might be ready to make that leap. But we really talk about ways that we can help them monetize their events. What can they do to repurpose their content? What kind of things do they need to create? How are they serving their client? How does their client like to engage with them? So we ask a lot of fact-finding questions and we figure out what the right fit is. And we have several clients right now who retreats are their jam. They host four retreats a year and sell into whatever it is that they specifically sell into. They're not interested in growing a big email list. They're not interested in having a huge social media following. They want to connect in meaningful ways. They want to make a deeper impact. They want to invest their time where they're getting the biggest return on their monetary and time investments. And, you know, we talk about how do you like to work? What's important for you? How do you connect? to help come up with a strategy for messaging, for marketing, for advertising. If you're going to do paid ads, what does that look like? We talk about sponsorships. If you're just starting out, you might not have an abundance of extra cash. How can you gain sponsorships to offset some of the hard costs of your event when you're just getting started? Sponsorships are a great way to build credibility. If you've got a big name sponsor who is underwriting a portion of your event, people will look at you differently. It's like, oh, one of the sponsors, it's one of the food companies, HelloFresh, that's the name of it. They yeah. offer coupons that you can give out and they'll be a sponsor. If you're in the health and wellness industry, offering people a great way to have nutritious meals, save time on shopping, cut down on leftovers, that type of thing, they might be a great sponsor. People look at that and say, wow, how'd they get that sponsor? I see them on the news or on the commercial. When I watch the news, I hear about them on the radio. They pop up in my news feed on Facebook. Oh, I need to take a second look at them. And so there's, there's a lot that goes into those conversations and figuring out what the best way to engage is. But we try to customize that on a client by client basis. That's so helpful. Again, you're getting my mind thinking <laughs> about ways that I can use events <laughs> because I, 
you described a lot that goes into it and it's hard work and a lot of thinking and decision-making. So for the listeners out there, I just want to reassure you talking to Anza, I feel very confident that no matter what level you are in your business, she can help you because <laughs> you went from <laughs> million dollar events all the way down to right. we're going to present in the library. And you know what? That's right? beautiful. That's perfect. Because exactly. we all have, we exactly. all have to start somewhere. We start somewhere and you don't have to have a huge budget. Like you said, sponsorships. I hadn't even thought of that. That's such a huge thing. Networking with the right people that want to be mm -hmm. a part of your event. I mean, my brain is like exploding because yes. I'm thinking of all these amazing ideas. Um, thank you so much for all that you offered in this conversation and all of the ideas that you've brought you're getting me thinking, which I know means that my the listeners out there are probably thinking too. How can we get in touch with you if we would like to contact you for any of your services or just to ask you questions? Do you have anything that you would offer the listeners that they could do take away from this episode? Absolutely. I'm super easy to find. You can search for Anza Goodbar and I will come up on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. You can search for Bankable Events and we're in all of the same places. Either one of those will take you to my website as well where you can find out more information. We do have two gifts on our website that you can choose. One, if you have written a book and you want some ideas on how to monetize that book, we have a PDF download that you can get five ideas for figuring out how to generate and monetize income. And then also, since we're talking about sponsorships, we have a free sponsorship pitch deck template. That's a mouthful that will walk you through creating a presentation to be able to pitch your idea for your event to potential sponsors. And that has proven to be a really popular item. I'm surprised every day that people are coming in and claiming it, but that just goes to show that's an area where we need to learn more. We need to know more, right? And have a little bit of guidance. We also have a live webinar coming up on March 8th that they can register register from on the website where we're taking them through the steps of how to be able to um, plan an event. Thank you so much for being here and all of your advice. So incredibly helpful. Thank you for having me. This was a fun conversation. Yeah. And for those of you out there, as always, keep it simple. Thanks for listening to this episode of Starting a Business Simplified, Navigating the Shift. If you enjoyed this episode, then hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for you, so be sure to reach out and let me know what you thought about this episode. If you're not sure how to get started with your business, download a copy of the Starting a Business Simplified Guide. Click on the link in the show notes for your copy.